Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode. I am so grateful that you are just taking a few minutes out of your day to tune in and listen to another little segment of Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. I don't know about you all, but I am so loving all the pumpkin things. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite time of year. I literally go nuts in like the grocery stores or like Starbucks or Dunkin' with all the pumpkin drinks and the pumpkin flavored treats. I just love this time of year. (laughs) But oh my gosh, it's like so hard when you are surrounded by all these all the yumminess to stay track with like eating healthy and drinking healthy and I don't know (laughs) anyways I'm sure I'm not the only one but I truly do enjoy this time of year um as I'm recording this it is currently in the middle of October and in Florida obviously there's no fall foliage really at least not down in southwest Florida where I am but I do miss the the beautiful fall leaves, the crisp air, just being able to wear the tall boots and sweaters. <laughs> um, but we have had a little bit of a break in the weather, which has been really nice. Um, this morning, I was able to actually go to breakfast with my husband and we sat outside and there was a nice cool breeze and it just reminded me of the fall days of what I grew up with. I'm originally from Indiana and absolutely loved fall. It was my favorite season. Um, so anyways, enough about fall and pumpkins. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to, in this, um, this new season that I have begun for my podcast, I have really been able to line up some amazing um, women guests to come on and just really share their hearts and their experiences and just a little bit of inspiration for all of you who are listening. I have always really enjoyed having conversations and getting to know other perspectives, other prerogatives and outlooks and just glean from the wisdom that other special, especially entrepreneurial-minded women can just inspire me with. And that was a dream of mine with this podcast as I was just, you know, beginning and trying to map out, well, what do I want to, um, you know, this really to come to fruition as for my podcast? I mean, I really just wanted it to not where you're hearing from me all the time because that can get boring, right? Um, even though I know I, I can be kind of funny and some of my stories are kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm sure you all have been like, wow, this girl, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do love to just bring in other guests and I've enjoyed that. I hope you have enjoyed that as well. So let's get into it. 
I'm going to introduce to you today, um, her name is Giselle Prado-Wright. She is actually a medical doctor, very, very knowledgeable and highly trained in the Fort Myers area as a cosmetic surgeon. She specializes in weight loss and cosmetic procedures for the face, body, and skin. She is also the owner and director of Exert Clinic, which offers a variety of non-surgical and surgical procedures for men and women. Um, I, I randomly got to know Giselle just through um, like my network here locally um, and was so impressed by, first of all, she's absolutely gorgeous, but <laughs> beyond that, she makes other people look gorgeous. And I was very intrigued by the fact that she originally began her career in Miami um, and went to school to actually be a, um, just a you know, regular medical doctor and realized that her passion and what she really, really loves is just, you know, the cosmetic arena and just making other women look and just feel beautiful. Um, so she pursued her dream, um, opened a clinic all on her own, and I was just so inspired by her journey and her ability to pursue her passions and what she loves. And I think Sometimes we get lost in thinking that, you know, there's something that we should accomplish in life and we forget that, you know, pursuing what we love is where it's at. And sometimes it's a process and it's a journey to get us to that point. And I know for me, just to share a little bit with you about kind of a similar path, I actually went to school to be a teacher. And I'm, I mean, I'm talking, I was a girl that lined up all of my dolls and stuffed animals and had like this little blackboard in my room. Like, I don't know, it, was, it wasn't very big. It was like the size of a picture frame. And I would sit there and teach my stuffed animals and my dolls how to do math, which I hated math, but I thought, well, just because I hate it doesn't mean everybody else has to hate it. And I, I you know, literally thought that I was going to grow up and be a teacher. And I did. I went through college and I was a teacher um, for two years. And even though I absolutely love that profession, I quickly realized that um, it was just, it was not my passion. And I think we can have those moments where we realize that we can have more than one passion and sometimes there's, there's just times in our life where things that we thought were the most important or the path that we should pursue as we evolve and as we mature, as we go through things, as we have experiences in life, you know, it, it's okay to decide, you know, this isn't what I thought it was going to be or, um, you know, maybe this opened the door or it was a stepping stone into something greater. And I think life is all about pursuing the greatness, not just living ordinary, mundane, um, you know, settling for mediocrity and everything that we're doing, but really pushing to really experience everything that God has given us and our abilities and our talents and our gifts. So here I am. Um, we fast forward years later, still educating, but in a totally different realm. So yes, in a sense, you know, it was neat for me because education was important. I love teaching, but I'm just doing it completely differently. My husband and I um, now run a national marketing organization that we built together from the ground up. 
and um, I kind of got into it a little bit after he did, um, but we work together and I educate every day um, and I love, absolutely love what I do. So here Giselle is kind of a similar situation where she, you know, is, you know, this, this background that she has prepared her for what she's doing right now and she is just loving it. So I know you're going to be inspired by our conversation today and I just want to encourage you to keep listening. You're going to love, love, love her authenticity and her story and um you know just all the things and i appreciate you tuning in today so hang tight my friends and enjoy this next part of the episode welcome to the show giselle i'm so excited that you could join me today thanks for having me rachel happy to be here well i kind of did a little bit of an introduction, but I would love for you to tell our listeners all about yourself because I find your story and what you do so fascinating. Um, And I feel like it's just, if I do it, it's not going to do as much justice. So please tell everyone what you do. Yep. I'm happy to share. So I'm a medical doctor. I grew up in Miami, Florida, and I currently live in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, I recently completed uh, an MBA, uh, opened up my own practice. So right now I'm working on my own at a clinic where I specialize in weight loss. I do aesthetic procedures like Botox and filler, and I'm also doing some in-office liposuction in my practice. So that's been, um, quite a learning experience just going out on my own and being responsible for for everything and growing my business. Yeah, I can only imagine. And this type of industry I feel is must be so overwhelming for like a lot of your clients. How do you just kind of put their minds at ease when they come into your clinic so that you can guide them what on what is the best process? Mm-hmm. So I start with a it's basically a conversation with everyone. So when I'm doing a consultation, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear what it is that, you know, really bothers the patient. But I'm going to give my best recommendation so that they can reach their goals and just really look mm-hmm. their best. Sometimes patients come in and they, they don't know what they need. So they come right. to me that and I educate me. them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the majority. Um <laughs> You know, it's so often someone will come in and say, oh, well, you know, this really bothers me. And I say, well, if we take care of these other things, then that'll actually get a lot better. Um, And it comes down to, you know, just guiding them through and getting them to trust what my recommendations are, that that that's Mm -hmm. really the best for them. Wow. And I I feel like the trust thing is so important. And, you know, part of building that trust is, you know, having the credentials, obviously, but also feeling that you can identify with what people are going through and what they're Mm -hmm. feeling. And that kind of leads me to my next question. What brought about this hustle that you do? And why is this so important to you? (laughs) So I, I actually had a colleague. um, I've known her since medical school. She's a plastic surgeon in Northern Florida, and she has um, a similar business medical practice. She runs a weight loss clinic. She does, you know, minor procedures in her office. And she really, um, inspired me that that I could do this on my own too. She she taught me a lot of what I know, guided me to the best uh, educational resources also, and, and gave me the confidence that 
you know, if she had done this and I could do this too. And, mm-hmm. you know, for female entrepreneurs, I think that having a mentor like that to, mm-hmm. you know, be your sounding board and help you through, you know, what needs to get done is just really invaluable. Yeah, I agree. I, that's one thing that I love, um, is especially among entrepreneurs, I feel like the ability to support and cheer each other on is so important. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned how that helped build your confidence. And I know for me, um, you know, in my, you know, throughout my journey, confidence was always something that I really struggled with. And I know I'm not the only one who has felt like that. And mm-hmm. that's why I would love to just ask you, why do you feel women in particular struggle with confidence, especially in the business realm? I think it's a lot of things. One of them being that, you know, in school, you're not really learning these hard business Mm -hmm. skills. You know, (laughs) as someone that I've been in school my entire life, I went to medical school, I, you know, did residency, I got an MBA, Mm. all of this, I, I've learned so much by being in business and, you know, doing everything on my own that that wasn't taught. Um, And then I also think that it comes down to like women that exhibit too much confidence are Mm -hmm. are seen negatively. So they're seeing as as being like arrogant or difficult. And that's something that I've personally struggled with that, Mm -hmm. you know, getting that feedback makes you think like, well, maybe I shouldn't lack like that. Maybe I shouldn't be so confident. So what I have taken from that is some people are going to be detractors. Some people are going to be your biggest supporters and you just need to move forward and focus on the supporters. Right. That's very true. I think we, we oftentimes as it's like our human nature to kind of gravitate towards the negative in our lives Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on the positive and allowing that to be our fuel. And I think when negativity is your fuel, it's just, that's when the light just kind of dims and, you know, the ability to be an entrepreneur and to create something that you're passionate about and that you love and with the goal, especially to help others, which obviously that's what you want to do because you branched out on your own. You probably could have very easily found a job anywhere, any medical facility. And, um, you know, you wanted to create something unique and special. And I think that is so beautiful that Um, you know, you allowed a friend to pour that into you that you, you know, just decided to give it a try and look at where you are today. That's so inspiring. Thank you, Rachel. Yep. It's a lot of blood, sweat and tears, and there's still a lot of hard work to be done, but I'm actually opening up a a new office, um, this month in September and (laughs) yeah, I, I started very small. I've worked my way up and it, Mm -hmm you know, the reward that you get from just feeling like I, I did all of that. It's yeah. (laughs) That's like the fuel that you need, not the naysayers. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It's, it just, it keeps you going and that dream and our goals are important. And, you know, and I feel like also, you know, sometimes if you have that mentality where you just think, well, I'll do it someday, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you, you really do yourself a disservice because obviously timing is important, but if you don't just jump, you miss out on so much that life can Mm -hmm. bring. Exactly. I always say, don't overthink it, you know, be prepared Mm -hmm. for, for meetings, presentations, be prepared to network, 
but Mm -hmm. don't overthink, you know, what might happen or what will people think of me? Because if you put yourself out there nine times out of 10, something good will happen. Yeah, that's so good. And that's so true. And I would love to know, um, you know, what words of advice do you have for women who struggle to feel their worth and believe in themselves? Did you ever have those types of moments in in your career? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Who hasn't had those moments where, you know, you put your foot in your mouth in front of your boss or you say something that, Mm. you know, wasn't the right thing or you're just in in a time in your life where everything feels like it like it's going wrong. Um, that's when you have to really push forward. Like I said earlier, like, don't overthink it, put your, you know, mind to the ground and believe in yourself. Because if you believed in yourself, you know, six months ago, a week ago, a month ago, then, you know, this temporary situation that's making you doubt yourself is Mm -hmm. not, you know, the end all be all. Right. That's so true. And it reminds me, um, there's this quote from Jessica Williams, and she said that confidence is a journey, not a destination. Mm -hmm. And I loved that because I think oftentimes we have this thing in our head about confidence that if I can just achieve that, like, then it's just done. Everything in my life will be perfect. (laughs) And we think it's like this final, like, oh, if I look or if I do this or if I Um, you know, hang around this type of person, or I emulate this person that I will have all this magical confidence. And it's not really a magical thing. It's like this journey where, you know, sometimes we, we, we gain confidence the hard way. Sometimes we gain confidence by messing up or, you know, failures, but all of it does shape us into who we become every day. Mm -hmm. And I think, there needs to be a healthy perspective on confidence. And a lot of times women just don't have that healthy outlook. Yeah. And that's not to say that you're going to be confident in every single area of your life. You can be very (laughs) confident and you know, the one thing that you know really well, and then struggle with confidence in other things. And that's just, you know, something else to work on. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so true. And, you know, in essence, confidence is kind of the perfect blend of intention, reflection and action, like all of those things combined. And, you know, sometimes we feel depleted or, you know, we suffer a failure or a setback. How do you feel that we can tap into that source when we are going through those times? I think that you have to have, you know, a measure of optimism even when you're, when you're going through a tough time, I, I know that I I've had failures where I thought, wow, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Like, this is so awful. And now I, I look back and with hindsight, I realize that thing happened to me for a reason and it led me to where I am, you know, today. And it wasn't maybe the, the way I envisioned I would get there, but I'm there nonetheless. You know, when I was in medical school, if you told me, oh, you're going to have this business in six years and you're going to be doing all these things, I would have said, you're crazy. That's not <laughs> my plan. Right. <laughs> and, and here I am today because, mm-hmm. you know, I took an action, like you said, confidence is a blend mm-hmm. of all these things, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of action to get the results that you want. Yeah, uh, that is so true. And it's sometimes it's not just a one time effort. It takes resilience and it takes dedication. 
And, you know, just the ability to recognize it's going to be a lot of work, but it's worth it. <laughs> yes, it's a marathon. Not yeah, a <laughs> yes, yes, so true. So, so Giselle, how do you um, help women with their confidence issues? So I think in my, in my line of business, specifically, uh, there's the long term confidence, and then there's the short term confidence. So short term, you can leave my office and look like a million bucks. <laughs> Between wow. Botox and filler, you can have some transformations that you can see on my Instagram on my website that you think, wow, that was, you know, in 45 minutes, <laughs> I got that really? result. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like wow. amazing transformations and people are, are super happy. Um, and then there's the long-term confidence, which is, you know, in my weight loss program, mm-hmm. I had a patient, I, I saw her this past week and she's lost 16 pounds so far now in the past two months. And you, at the first visit, she told me, she's like, my husband is all over me Aww. and he can't keep his hands off me. <laughs> and I feel so confident. I've lost this weight. <laughs> and, and she awesome. put in the work, you know, she, she mm-hmm. did the low carb, high protein, she lost the weight and, and she was yeah. serious about it. And that's why she got, you know, those great results. Right. I love that. I love that. So you have the ability to help people with short term and long term confidence. I, <laughs> I find, I just find that so fascinating um, that, you know, like you said, putting in the work is, is an important aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. And just, this is kind of, off the subject, but I just have to know how young is too young to like you, you do, um, you know, like the Botox and anti-aging, how young is too young to start all of that stuff? Or do you need to wait till you're a certain age or a certain things are starting to happen in your face? Um, So in my (laughs) personal experience, I'll tell you, I was 21 years old the first time I ever got Botox. So it was like very little, you know, in between my eyebrows to prevent, you know, the wrinkles. Mm. You're never too young to start doing those preventative things. I, I inject myself. (laughs) So I I know what I want. No, check it out on on Facebook. (laughs) You'll see me in front of the mirror, you know, injecting myself with Botox. I think that not I think, I know, preventative wise, the lines and, you know, everything getting etched in, if you're not Mm -hmm. doing some kind of anti-wrinkle pretty regularly since your 20s, you're going to need more later. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, you know, like the quality of your skin, like the texture part where you have to be wearing sunscreen basically your entire life. You have to stay on top of that because all the Botox and filler in the world is not going to fix the skin quality issues. Mm, wow. That's, that makes a lot of sense. I think sometimes we for like, well, and particularly in where we live, it's a lot of sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, environment is so important too. And, you know, different climates and, you know, things that we experience, we have to take a look at all of that stuff. Yep. And it's, you know, boating, going to the beach, going on vacation mm-hmm. in Southwest Florida. <laughs> Right. It's a lot, a lot of sun exposure. Yeah, for sure. So for, for the women who are listening locally, what is the best way for them to follow you, to visit you and, um, just have a conversation with you like I am? Mm-hmm. So I'm very active online, um, whether it be through my personal Facebook or, uh, my business accounts. So my, business Instagram. It's exert, E-X-E-R-T clinic. Sorry. Let's start over because I, 
edit this. Uh, <laughs> no worries. There's actually, <laughs> so there's quite a few ways to reach me. I'm very active online on social media. Uh, on Instagram, I can be found at exert, that's E-X-E-R-T dot clinic. And I'm also um, active on Facebook under my, my personal name, Giselle Prado, right? And then my website is exertclinic.com. And most importantly, you can text me directly at 866-373-9378. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, that's wonderful that you have just so many ways that people can be connected with you. And I love, I'm going to share this little part um, that you and I actually connected through Facebook and you had reached out to me just so that we could, you know, just build a relationship. And here I am having the honor of having you on my podcast. And I think the power of connections is just amazing. Yes. And that's the best way to build your network, build your mm -hmm. businesses, get to know as many people out there yeah. in your community as you can. Right. So true. So the last thing I'm curious, um, is there a favorite book, author, or maybe a podcast or some sort of resource that has encouraged you in your journey that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, so I, I used to read a lot of books before I had my baby. Um, I was kind of on pause, but oh. I do a lot of Audible. And uh, okay. there, there's one book that I read a couple of months ago. It's called uh, Range by David Epstein. It's a it's a pretty easy read. It's got a lot of examples on basically people that um, switch their careers later on in life. And mm -hmm. I was really inspired because going from, you know, being a doctor, just seeing patients all the time and going down like, you know, I'm going to work in a hospital for the rest of my life to right. now running my own business and, and doing the MBA. It required a, a different skill set. And that book just kind of really reinforced my decision and you know, wow. had so many examples on people that had been successful doing the same yeah. thing. So yeah. I recommend it for anybody that's thinking about venturing into a new field. Awesome. Well, I, I definitely have heard of it and I have not checked it out myself. So I will definitely look into that as well. I appreciate you sharing um, such a valuable resource that inspired you in your journey. You're welcome. Yeah, Rachel, just listen to it on Audible. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> I know. That's what it's all about, too. Just, you know what? You fit it in when you have the time, <laughs> however you need to do it. Exactly. Learning is so important. You just, you never stop learning. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Well, I have so enjoyed our conversation, Giselle. And by the way, I absolutely love your name. <laughs> I think Thank it's you. so pretty. Um, I hope <laughs> Thank <that>. my parents. <laughs> Yes. Well, if they're listening, thank you. <laughs> but anyways, um, I appreciate you coming on today, spending some time with our listeners. Um, and I will link in the show notes and on my website as well, um, the ways that they can contact you so that they can find you easily. I know sometimes when you're listening to it, it's hard to jot that down. So I will put those links in there. And otherwise, I just appreciate you and um, I've been so inspired by our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me on today, Rachel, and your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, my friends, I hope you have enjoyed getting to know Giselle as much as I have. And I just love her name. <laughs> um, it's so pretty. But anyways, that's a whole other subject. I have always been so fascinated by names and their meanings. 
and um, I just think she is just absolutely lovely. So I hope you will take a look at what she does. Check out her website, follow her on social media. I know you will enjoy following her journey as it continues to unfold. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in today, spending a little bit of time with me and my guest. And I hope that this has been a very special part of your day. If this podcast means something to you and has been an inspiration in your journey, even if it's just been in a small way, please do me a favor. I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me on social media or on my website as well, rachelerp.com. And if you could just leave me a review on whatever platform that you're listening in this podcast on, gosh, I can't even talk today. (laughs) I would so appreciate it. Um, Your reviews and your support and your love is what keeps this podcast going. So thank you for tuning in next week. I have another fantastic guest for you and I know it's going to be such a treat. So stay tuned and until next time, be blessed my friends.